Hello everyone and welcome back to the Board Gaming Doctor. My name is Phil and I'll be your Board Game Doctor today. In this episode I want to leave you my first impressions and review of Barcelona. This is a game by Danny Garcia, art by Alexander Zawada, published by Board and Dice. This is for one to four players, plays in an hour to an hour and a half. It's weighted at a 3.27 and currently has a rating of 8.0 uh, released this year. This was voted by those who participated in the Board Gaming Geek blog on the poll that I had there, and uh, this is a game that I've now had an opportunity to play. I've played the solo version of this game as well, just so you know, but I think it's uh, easily extrapolated to the multiplayer experience. I think the, and I'll, and I'll touch on the solo mode in a bit, but I enjoyed it. So as a quick overview, what you're doing on this uh, in this game is that you are taking actions, basically playing uh, kind of Targi style. <clears throat> uh, you're you're playing a a worker or you know a couple of discs that count as workers, in a sense, onto a grid, which is the main shared board. Based on this grid, you take the column action and the row action, and if and if you do place on the diagonal, there is a, an extra diagonal action that you can take, and you can t take them in any order. A lot of these uh, things, these uh, action spaces, give you resources or allow you to put tiles onto the board, whether they are intersections, roads, or buildings. Or, uh, you know, after you take your actions, then you can place buildings. Uh, you get you get a, a personal player tableau board as well that allows you to build up uh, ways to gain uh, victory points at the end of the game to kind of give you an asymmetric target to pursue during the game. It allows you to unlock various uh, ways to score points and gain resources or to allow for more resources to be placed into your tableau uh, as you're taking actions. And ultimately, when you are taking these actions, you are uh, performing a cascade of actions as you not only choose the one to three spaces that you will uh, choose to activate, but then you're following one step after, after the other to gain resources to put things down, uh, very much in a Euro-style sense when you you know place tiles down, you gain resources if you place it on top. If you unlock something, you unlock a benefit, gain more victory points in that regard. It's a very high-scoring game, and you play... Having different, uh, and, and as you play the game and, and you put uh, buildings down into the square grid of Barcelona, you have the visitors that you play from your hand to choose your actions. They, in a sense, move into these buildings, and that is the timer of the game. As you put certain of these workers into the building spots, they go into this spot on the main board, and as they progress along this track, not only do the amount of victory points increase whenever you build a building, but you do have opportunities to gain intermittent scoring uh, based off of a track that you are um, elevating or decreasing on. And then finally, once they're all built and you know Barcelona is built, the end of the game is triggered. So... I really enjoyed this game. Uh, I think a lot of comparisons that are being made to the, to this game, I, I think the mechanism of how you select your actions could be kind of seen as in Targi. 
a two-player worker placement game. Another aspect, uh, that whole column and row grid mechanism that is used not only for actions, but also for building and activating and getting points is very reminiscent of Lisboa or Mercado de, de Lisboa uh, by Vitalis Serda. And I can see the similarities there where that, in a sense, is a kind of a minigame in the uh, in, in the Lacerda game where, based off of where you place your own buildings, you can, and where you can align public buildings, uh, once you place them, you get to activate rows and columns to gain a lot of victory points. And that's where a lot of your victory points come in that game. And, of course, that is kind of the focus here. And so, in a sense... I would place it weight-wise and mechanism-wise Barcelona kind of in the middle between Lisboa and Mercado de Lisboa. Uh, I feel like there are a lot more uh, complexities and nuances to Barcelona, and I I feel like they add a lot of generic Euro-style senses of how you get points and moving up tracks and unlocking benefits and putting tiles down to gain benefits, instant benefits, right? Uh, you're you're searching through the board to find the right action uh, selection combo to to pull off as well as the right buildings to put down and the right roads to align so you get uh, you know resources and maximize your efficiency and of course you know gathering victory point tiles that allow you to kind of pursue the right course of path you know of of gaining a lot of victory points and so it accomplishes all of that. Uh, if you're in the mindset of, of playing Euro games, you, this game will come somewhat easy to you, especially if you've played some of the, these other games like Lisboa or Targi, which help you understand the mechanism of how you select actions. The, so, so it provides a really good decision space. You know, Not only do you need to figure out where you want to place these workers to activate a combo of of uh, actions, but also where you place these uh, people, these workers, you know, determine where future buildings may be put up. And so you're given the decision, well, do I want to go here so I can have enough workers around this square to be able to construct a building at the end of my turn at the expense of maybe taking some actions that you weren't planning on, or do I need to go somewhere else lay down some workers, maybe not, you know, and give up the opportunity to build a building this turn, but to take those actions which will progress you through maybe some of your other avenues of point scoring and perhaps set you up for a building later on. And so that was a really fun decision to make. Uh, Once again, this game, you know, once you understood what those actions did, it was pretty easy to kind of figure out where you wanted to go and, you know, I felt myself, though, like, uh, you know, just kind of going with the flow and not really paying too much attention and and trying to figure out what the best uh, course of action was. I think I ended up, you know, performing pretty well in the games that I've played uh, just because I, uh, you know, I could easily find where the most points were, in a sense, and uh, and to kind of use those asymmetric uh, avenues or those, uh, I forget what they're called. I think they're called um, something in Spanish, but 
they're, they're tiles that give you the direction that you're looking for to gain victory points. And so it was easy to just pick those up. There's only maybe up to 15 or so of them in the game. And so it's pretty easy to kind of figure out, okay, uh, in this game, I'm going to pursue these things. And so I'm going to take these actions and just kind of go with it. Um, in my limited amount of exposure to this game, you know, there wasn't really any particular strategy that felt overwhelmingly powerful. I think pretty much anything that you can do in this game is viable. And that's all about taking advantage of some of the, uh, minor, uh, or the, uh, I guess, you know, small efficiencies that you find along the way to gain, you know, a few extra resources or a few extra points. Because in all, I think the decisions that you're making kind of roughly end up to being about the same amount of points. Uh, if you can plan ahead and, you know, construct buildings in the right way or or align your strategy to gaining points based off of those endgame victory point conditions, I think... You know, there there really isn't what I feel like and the tension, I guess, of asymmetry or the tension of unbalance that you find in other games like Agricola. In Agricola, you have cards that are very much powerful and more powerful than car other cards. And perhaps in certain synergies, these lower tier cards could uh, give you a basic engine that gives you some points and makes it, you know... Uh, competitive and comparable to those more sought after cards. But usually, you know, if you're drafting these cards, you're going for those really big hitters and, and it's easy to do. And so in that game, I, there's a lot of rough edges and a lot of perhaps untested or unbalanced cards, perhaps by design, perhaps not. But in a Euro game like Barcelona, you know, backtracking to this game and a lot of these games that we've seen recently, especially ones that don't offer a lot of card choices or tile choices. Everything is kind of laid out on the table for you to discover and to play. Then it really comes down to analyzing the puzzle that is given to you. Um, and, and I should say too, with the input randomness of this game, you do have the action selection tiles, the rows and the columns being varied per game to game. And so the combinations of actions that you have may differ, but I, I argue that it may not really make that much of a difference because you're still left with that puzzle of taking the actions that you want to take versus building where you want to build. And I don't think any combination of actions really are more beneficial in general compared to others but maybe more circumstantial based off of where the game state is and what you want to accomplish next. But I think you can accomplish everything that you want to. I think you just need to, especially at higher player counts, uh, plan ahead and move around what other people are doing, taking advantage of when buildings are being built to get those victory points there, but also pursuing some of your asymmetric goals to hopefully stand out a little bit farther above the rest. But in a sense, um, I don't want to use the word point salad, but I feel like in this game, you kind of have a rough um, kind of equal go at getting enough victory points. And those, you know, players who do find those little efficiencies here and there, uh, gaining a little bit more of a benefit here and there will, you know, eke out the win, but it won't be overwhelming. I could be wrong. I haven't played this as much. 
And so feel free to disagree and, and let me know if your experiences in the comments, but in the, in the blog post, but that's, that's the kind of kind of the impression that I get from this game. And before I, I go into my final thoughts, you know, the, the solo mode was very easy to understand and, and run. I really enjoyed it. I liked the, and in this game, it's kind of a deck of cards that you play for the solo bot. You flip over a card, they do an action. It's kind of a simplified version of the actions that you take. And it offers, you know, some spot inhibition, uh, kind of the interaction that you would get with other players, but in a, a very streamlined sense. And so I, I found that very approachable and very usable. And I enjoyed it. And there's a really cool, you know, set of cards where if you, like you, you know, if, for example, the, the tram action, if you take that, you can move your tram on the board and wherever it ends up, you can take an extra third action for free or fourth if you end up on a diagonal or, or started on one. And so you can do that as well with the solo cards. You know, they, you know, flip over and chain over and over again. And, you know, if, if you get cards that tell you to do actions again, then, you know, your opponent may ramp up as well. And there, and, and so that I found that very intriguing. And there are also difficulty uh, changes as well to make it harder if you want to. So the solo mode was great. And, uh, you know, other things that I, in, in some, you know, to give you my final thoughts and, and diagnoses, not a numerical one, if you want to catch why I'm not going to give a numerical diagnosis to this game, uh, feel free to check out the previous uh, couple of podcasts back. But what I really liked about this game was the action selection mechanism, the, uh, you know, how quick this, this plays. It's a, it's a quickish puzzle, you know, to get performed in 60 to 90 minutes. The solo mode is really good. And I like the theme of it as well. I think city building in, in this Euro style sense is something that appeals to me, especially since I've played games like Lisboa and, and using the action selection mechanism of Targi. The thing that doesn't stand out to me is, you know, it feels like the, the from a strategic point, there aren't um, too many competitive avenues of play. You kind of pick and choose based off of what is given you and you kind of go with the flow. And I think everyone would potentially end up in a very similar spot as in a lot of these Euro games that we've seen in modern times where there are very balanced approaches to gaining points and, you know, if you were to calculate the points per action, I think it roughly ends up to be about the same. Um, however, I could be wrong, but I, I do get the impression that uh, scores of this, while very high, will be somewhat tight because of just how beneficial each action you take is. And it's more of the fun of you know taking these combinations and cascades of actions rather than you know finding ways to really get a lot of points. But I could be wrong. And, you know, other than that, too, you know, once you've seen the, you know, played this game, everything is kind of laid out on the table before you. There aren't a lot of different tiles, you know, to look through for gaining, you know, victory points at the end of the game. The only variable nature of this game is where these action selection tiles are and in what order some of the uh, endgame objectives come out in it, etc., and so there aren't, you know, to, for me, you know, this probably wouldn't be a game that I would come back to over and over again. I think, uh, you know, it, it kind of is fun for a couple of plays and that is it. But, you know, it's it's a well-accomplished game. It was really, I think it, 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 it shows very much so that, you know, a game is successful when it can 
even on the first one or two plays, kind of give you uh, a really good puzzle to figure out on the board, providing a little bit of interaction and racing to, you know, building buildings and getting tramways out onto the board before your opponents do to gain uh, access and points based off of where you uh, can place first. And and to do that in about 60 to 90 minutes is really awesome. But, you know, it it, it doesn't stand out further than that to me. And it's a fun game to play at least once or twice. So that is where I'm ending at Barcelona for now. <clears throat> but if you feel like this game deserves more of a second chance, just let me know in the Board Game Geek uh, blog post that I will link to in the show notes. And with that, thank you for listening to my first impressions on Barcelona. Hope you schedule an appointment with your board gaming doctor real soon. And I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.